Welcome to Saturday. Going out shopping. Gonna get some stuff. Think you get your money's worth? I hope so. Let's talk about the value of our choices. All right, all right. Hey, welcome to Saturday. Waited all week for it. I hope it's going to be a great one for you. Chances are it's probably not, though. I mean, on the scale of things. If you gauge it based on the American dream, you're going to rock your world, right? You're just going to be out there doing your thing, shopping, and taking care of all those amazing things you love to do. That's the key right there, right? That's that's the ticket to value, right? Well, I got to do this. What do I get for it? I mean, it's kind of like how we work, right? We get paid 25, 30 bucks an hour, whatever we get paid, and we go and do this grind thing. We do everything. That's that's value. Apparently, you believe your time, you're getting your money's worth by getting paid 25, 30 bucks an hour, 15 bucks an hour, five bucks an hour. That's the equation by which we can measure our success and, and more than that, the quality of our life, right? There you are. Saturday, you're going to mow the lawn. There's some value. Let's talk about how do you measure how do you measure value? How do you like get get into your head about well am I getting my money's worth? Well, I, I I'm not the expert. I'm just a guy talking here, but the way I see it, value is the benefits you should receive from the effort you put out, right? The ticket here is and I've noticed this and you'll you'll you can you can see this in your own life. Have you ever noticed that when you're getting ready to do something you really value how much easier it is to do all the crap work you have to do to get ready for it? Talking about like going on a fishing trip or golfing or anything you enjoy, even like going on vacation. Do you know how much work? Think about it. the last time you went on vacation. How much work it was to get ready to go on vacation. But there wasn't anyone, you weren't sitting around going, this sucks, I hate this, I wish I didn't have to do this, right? No, you don't do that. You wake up and you're like, all right, let's get this done. I got a list here. Oh, you got a list? All right, let's go through it. Hey, listen, I'll get this. It's a teamwork effort to get to experience that segment of your life that actually adds value and energizes you. It's like it's like the ultimate escape, right? Now, I look at vacation. Vacation for me is, is simply a way for people to test drive the life they don't have the courage to go live. Guess what? You do have the ability to live that life. You can you could go out right today. You could go out today and you could actually rock your life and wake up in three months, four months and actually be doing exactly what you're doing. You'd still be working. You'll be busting your ass every day, working 40 plus hours a week. But it's what it gives you that makes the difference. That is the value equation in the choices we make. Let's talk about how to get that ball rolling. Are you ready to learn something you probably don't even know? Let's turn it back here. Saturday morning. What thing do you have going on today that inspires you? What thing you're going to be doing? You're like, you got up early. You're like, oh man, when I get done doing the yard work and I get done doing this, I'm going to be able to do fill in the blank. That's what's crazy about this whole thing. I mean, we talk about, you know, about the propaganda and Russia and about what we believe. You do realize that you actually believe that the life you're living is helping you live your most amazing life. But the measurement is, what's the value you draw from those obligations? And the equation, the part that we're missing on this equation is none of us have ever been taught how to truly measure that information, measure the value of our choices. But so I'm going to go ahead and help you with this today. Let's go ahead and start by taking a look at it. Saturday morning, what are you going to do today? 
How many of those things add energy to your life? How many of those things are you excited about doing? Oh, and I'm not talking about the the mediocre, half-assed, oh, all right, we're going to go have a picnic and drink a few beers. I'm talking about stuff that truly energizes you, that feels like snowboarding or walking on the beach or going on vacation. And beyond that, how does it feel to wake up every day to that life? I mean, that's the reality of it, right? That's where we're that's where we're at in this whole conversation is how excited are you about the fact that you get one more day to experience the, the life you've created for yourself? And of course, there are two sides to every coin, right? The other side of that coin is how many things will you do today that bring your energy level to a five on a scale of one to ten? It brings your energy level up to a five. Chances are not too many of them. And, and more than that, how many of the things you engage in today will bring your energy level to a 10? To that, wow, rock in my world. Can you believe we get to do this, honey? Oh my goodness, it's so amazing. I never want it to stop. When you find out, when you figure out how to measure your choices, step away from the noise and the ideas we've been given long enough for you to say, yeah, you know, they said this is going to be the ultimate source of happiness and success, but it's really not. I'm not really feeling that happy or successful. In fact, I work my ass off seven days a week in some form or the other, and I haven't got to go fishing in two months. I don't play golf, and I know I love playing golf. There is the value. That is the indicator that maybe the plan they've given you isn't exactly a complete plan. You notice they, on any advertisement you see on TV, they pop up these beautiful people and these great images of what life is supposed to look like and how happy everyone is, but they never do the follow-up to show the old guy. He, he was a young guy at 30 years old. He bought the big house. He has the yard and all that stuff. And by the time he's 40... He's 30 pounds overweight. He doesn't work out anymore. He doesn't ride his mountain bike anymore. The yard is half-assed at best because after he bought off on this great deal, guess what? He found out that he he still doesn't like mowing lawns. He didn't like doing yard work as a kid, as a young man. He didn't like doing yard work. And now as a 40-year-old, guess what? He doesn't like cleaning the garage. He doesn't like cleaning the basement. He doesn't like painting. He doesn't like mowing the lawn. And if we're honest with ourselves, that is the value we get for the life we choose. Is this to say we're not supposed to own a house? Is this to say we're not supposed to own a vehicle? No, that's absolutely not true. The truth is we need to make sure we scale those choices so they don't limit our ability to access the life we choose to live. Yes, you have to have a place to sleep. Yes, you have to have a place to get out of the weather. Yes, you have to have transportation. And sorry, but you're going to have to have a job. But if you're going to work your ass off all week and you're going to pay for these assets, the least you can do is establish for yourself a plan that allows you to have fun while you're doing it. I'm looking at M&M's, right, or the candy thing. And what they're doing now to increase the perceived value of the products that they're, they're selling is they leave the price the same and they reduce the contents. You know, like, you remember the dum-dum suckers, the little dum-dum suckers? They were like a half a penny. You could get two for a penny or something like that. And they, the head on that sucker was about the size, I would say, the size of a nickel back when they first came out, right? Well, now they're the size of a pea. A little smaller, but but that's that's value. And, and so let's say that same sucker's five cents now. 
given given your history, if you have any experience with the previous size of that sucker, you'd be saying, well, that ain't worth it. That ain't worth it. The same with the candy bars. I remember, you know, they, they've actually, here's, here's a point you probably don't realize. So I noticed Reese's Peanut Butter Cups has added a new element. They've got a new product on the line on the market, right? It's it's they got these like Rice Krispie treats inside their Reese's peanut butter cups. And you know why that is, don't you? Now we think it's innovative and we like the taste and all that, but that is a way for them to get the same amount of money for less product. Right? What's inside a Rice Krispie treat? Air. They're basically filling up the peanut butter portion of the Reese's peanut butter cup with little pockets of air because air is cheaper than peanut butter and sugar and all the ingredients that make the filling of that of that peanut butter cup, right? But as long as we think we're getting the value, as long as we value what we have or the thing that we get is worth what we have to pay for it, either in money or effort, we're like, yeah, that's cool. Now, follow on that story right along because I, w- I don't want to lose you here. The idea that we have about anything we do in life, and I, I bust on the house a bunch only because I realize in my mind that I do need a place to live, but I don't need a house that consumes all of my resources so I don't have any option to do anything else in life, right? Which is exactly what's happened to most of us. You're in Saturday. It's your Saturday. How many, how many really cool and amazing things are you going to get to do because you own a 3,000 square foot house? And the question you even ask more than that is, how many more things would you be able to do if you had bought a 1,500 square foot house and preserved some of that time and money and energy for other things you love to do? Where the fallacy comes in is that we've been taught to believe that the icon of success is home ownership. And we've also been taught to believe that debt is bad. Right? I mean, Dave Ramsey has made millions of dollars on the idea of becoming debt-free. And yet, how many of us are in debt? There are a few contradictions here. When you talk about the value equation, what the value equation is, taking a look at the choice, the obligation created by that choice, and then measuring it out based on the benefit. It's obligation-benefit. So when you take a look back at that house or the debt you incur or the vehicle you drive, if you're spending $700 a month to pay for a big truck, you need to be getting $1,400 worth of enjoyment and value out of that truck. If you're going to work 40 hours a week to pay for a house or a life you live, you should be getting 120 hours of enjoyment and benefit from that asset. It shouldn't limit your ability to do more of what you want to do. It should give you access to the things you love to do. This is where breaking away from what we've been taught to believe and stepping into the truth of our reality comes in. And let me tell you, it is a difficult proposition for most of us to step into. Why? Because we sit in a life where we are surrounded by examples of the model of happiness and success that we are destined to follow. How many, how many classes in school are being taught to our children right now about, about how to gauge their choices based on the desire to be energized their entire life, to be excited their entire life? The truth is it's not. And in fact, if you look at examples of yourself and the people around you, you will see that it doesn't play out anything like we've been taught to believe. And yet we hold tight 
We hold tight to our beliefs. We like, well, you know, I don't. He's crazy. I, you know, I love my house. Yeah, but you love hunting more. So why aren't you hunting more? You love golf more. So why aren't you golfing more? The answer is because despite what we know, the truth, and that is, I don't really like mowing lawns as much as I love doing so many other things. It's despite knowing that truth, we cannot step away from the belief. And more than that, we can't step away from the crowd. You you can't tell somebody, listen, we're buying us a little little house here. It's a little crappy house. I'm going to fix it up. But I realize that a house for us is simply the launch pad for our life. It's simply a way to refresh, refuel, get a shower, get out of the weather, and launch our life, right? And there's where the problem comes in. We have to break away from that information we keep gathering long enough to pick our own path. How do you do that? Stick around and I'll tell you. Mo money, mo money, mo money. That's the fallacy that we face, right? That is the idea, the concept that we face when it comes to how to be happy, right? Everybody, everyone thinks that, you know, if I just had a little more money, I would be fine, right? When have you ever had enough money? When have you ever had enough money to wake up every day excited and, 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 and to embrace your life? And then if you want to take this a step further, let's go ahead and talk about lottery winners, right? How many lottery winners have ended up broke or dead? It's because the reality isn't the money. It is we don't know what to do with our resources to allow us to access the kind of life we dream of living. Back to that that rafter dude who's sleeping in a tent in the back of his friend's house. You know why he's doing that is because he understands how to access what he loves to do. You suppose he wakes up depressed because he has to go spend the entire day running down the river with with young girls with girls with bikini tops on and and challenging the white water and being the hero of the day and getting tips and then and then reveling in the amazing adventure every night as he sits around the fire drinking beer sharing stories about the the trips he had that day and what tomorrow's going to bring? No. He doesn't do that. The reality is this, we have all of these ideas in our head about how to achieve the success, and most of them are wrong. Back to Saturday, how amazing is your Saturday going to be? How many cool things are you going to do today? If you're honest with yourself, you're not going to do anything that's that cool. You might bring home a trinket, you might get to do this, but the truth is, you are trapped in the life that you're in, and the reason you're trapped within the life that you're in is because there isn't any more money, there isn't any more time, and there's barely enough energy left at the end of each day for you to sustain yourself, much less to go beyond it and start exploring some new adventure. Is this by accident? You know, I don't think so. It works too good. It's too efficient for it to be by accident. Am I suggesting that you sell your house and go move into a tent so you can spend the rest of your life being a raft guide? Well, not necessarily, unless, of course, that is truly what you and the people in your life are dreaming of doing. But, but, the, but on the other side of this same coin, let's just think about this for a minute. What benefit do you derive beyond this status, the success symbol established by the American dream? Do you, do, do you gain from owning a big house with a big mortgage with all kinds of stuff that does nothing to give you access to the things you love to do. Put simply, if you can't do something you love to do because of a choice you've made, then there's a, probably a pretty good chance the choice you've made is the wrong choice. And that's, that's as simple as it gets. 
I, I, I'm not as active as I have been. We moved back to Grand Junction and, and we're sitting here still and I'm realizing as I do this podcast that I'm failing myself on my ability to take full advantage of the life I've chosen for myself. And that's how easy it is to get in the rut. It's easy to live the life you're living. Living. It's easy to wake up today and say, you know what, I'm okay, I'll mow the lawn, I'll live Saturday the way I lived last Saturday. And that's good enough. The question is, is it good enough? And more than that, what aspect of life are you truly missing out on that could be yours? I mean, you wake up every day, no matter whether you do what you do now or you pursue something new, it's the same amount of energy. It requires effort to exist. The question you'd ask yourself is, are you ready to go for it? Are you ready to reach out, change the way you think about it, start looking at it from a different perspective and start making the life you choose fit the life you want to live? So how do you get there? Here I'm making all this noise about how you can live a better life and I haven't told you how to get there. It's really simple. You got to shut the noise off. You got to stop taking the poison in. You got to stop imagining your life based on the ideas of other people. Start centering your beliefs around who you are and what you believe. I know in my future, my future I, my future holds a, a nice apartment in a nice area or maybe a nice house in a nice area. I will own a conventional home again. But what I won't do is I won't allow that home to interfere with my ability to access the other opportunities that, that exist in life. Like you, I have a limited income. We have so much money. We have so much time. And more than that, we have so much energy. So it's important that we gauge our effort and we measure our choices based on the consumption of that energy, that those resources, that energy, time, and money so that we don't consume it all and get nothing for it. That is the value equation in how we need to look at our lives. The current standard for how we look at our life isn't based on us personally. It's based on an image that's been given to us. And the problem we have is that the image that's been given to us doesn't fit our resources. It doesn't fit our resources for how we can maintain that life and still have access to growth. The mistake we make is that we don't realize that every endeavor has a shelf life. Everything, every amazing thing that you will ever do in your life will eventually become the new norm. A prime example is the fact that Sandy and I have been RVing for seven years, and at the end of this time, I am kind of done with RV life. I'm looking for a new adventure. The ticket here is for us to evaluate the value of our choices and never allow ourselves to become trapped to the point that when the shelf life of any given endeavor reaches its its expiration point, that we don't have the opportunity and the resources to change directions, make a new choice, and start a new adventure. I have no doubt about it. Some of you are going, he's crazy. Yeah, maybe I am. But I'm not, I mean, depends on how you look at it. I, I know for a fact that you'd rather be on the boat than you would be doing what you're doing today. If you had the opportunity to go skiing or to be in the Bahamas right now, you'd do that, right? So some of this isn't crazy. The problem we face is that we... Regardless of what condition our life is, it's easy for us to adapt to those circumstances and, and in fact, to find a level of joy and happiness within those circumstances that causes us to relinquish any need to move beyond that. I seen it in federal prison. Inmates in federal prison, for the longest time, I kept looking at them going, how can you be yucking it up and being happy in an environment where you have no control, you have no freedom, and, and you're going to spend years in that environment? And the inmates used to tell me, they'd say, well, it's because you have to accept what you can't change. 
And that made sense to me. It's like, oh, I get it. And I'm looking at my own life, and that was the same situation I was in. I was looking at, I was looking at being my dad, and there's nothing wrong with my dad except for the fact that, like so many other people, he was in his life, and change was difficult. But the truth is, it's that acceptance that keeps us in the place we are and keeps us from having the kind of life and the kind of experiences we want to live, even now. We moved to Grand Junction, Colorado. I got a job as a as selling cars. I didn't like it. I settled in. I have settled into this mundane routine that doesn't include any of the adventures I'm talking about. Why? Because it's easier than getting off my butt and going out and doing things that I truly enjoy. And what's funny about that is once I get out and I go do those things, I'm going to be inspired by them. And that becomes a new benchmark for what I will accept in my life. And the same is true for you. If you don't do anything else today, it's Saturday. If you don't do anything else today, go do something you've never done. Go go take your family and go play putt-putt golf at that place you've always talked about doing. Go go take your family, grab a picnic. Go, go do something you've never done before, you've always wanted to do, or maybe you're afraid to do. Get that energy rolling towards that type of thinking, and that will illustrate to you what's possible. And more than that, that will illustrate to you the significance in the value of our choices. Take a look at your life. Maybe you don't need to live in a tent in the backyard of your friend's house so you can raft guide. But on the other hand, maybe you don't need a big house that consumes so much of your resources that you don't have time to truly embrace and enjoy the life you have in front of you. Now, I am definitely just a really small fish in a really big pond, but I can tell you this. Listen, I'm not asking for anything from you. I'm not asking you to give me money. I'm not asking you to do anything for me. I wake up to a life that I have opportunities to do things I never dreamed I would. I'm not supposed to be here, and I guess this is my opportunity to maintain a true appreciation for the blessings I have in my life, and more than that, to possibly share it with you, to give you an idea that maybe maybe you're not quite on the right path. Maybe there's something out there that's better than where you are, and hopefully, in the end, hopefully, maybe I can inspire you to start finding your own source of energy and stop accepting what you believe at face value. Because the truth is, it's not as great as they keep telling us it is. Debt is bad, and the more resources you have, the more access to resources of time, money, and energy you have, the more opportunities you have in front of you. About three days a week, I want to stop. About three days a week, I just want to give up, throw in the towel, and say, "I, yeah, I'm done with it. I'm not going to do that. Because... This reminds me of how I need to think about life. This reminds me of what's important to me. And I'm just sharing my thoughts with you with the hope that someone out there will say, you know what, I think he's right. I think I'm going to start living my life not based on the model that I've been given, but based on what I believe about myself. I challenge you to take this Saturday and do something amazing with it. Do something you've never done before for a reason you've never considered. I guarantee it will inspire you and it'll get you started down that path towards finding the true value of your choices. Until next time, my name is Chris Alquez and this is Your Best Life Defined.